And now, for your listening pleasure, Desmond Desi Desi is dead Robinson is chewing a piece of steak. <laughs> it is tender. It is tender, juicy, very well seasoned with a hint of garlic and ginger. Mm. Mm. Delicious. Delicioso. Two of my favorite flavors, garlic and ginger. And welcome back to our new episode of the Giant Contraband Robot Podcast. I'm your host, Desmond Desi Robinson. Oh, what the fuck? I did it again. Desi, Desi's dead Robinson. <laughs> it's a inside joke that y'all will never know because one, this fucking OBS didn't pick up the damn recording, so the episode of the Night Owl is nothing but a musical episode. <laughs> Ugh, I hate these technical snafus. Oh, damn it. And that's my co-host. I'm here for the long haul. The Dame Lama writer, Christopher Dorff. What's up, everybody? We've still got a piece of meat in my mouth. And now, phrasing. Phrasing. <laughs> uh, you said it, not me. <laughs> uh, put it in my mouth. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> uh, we got some unfortunate news. Uh, it's not RBG. RIP, RBG. Mm-hmm. The, no, it's different news. The long-standing member, if you will, the third member of this group, Blue Microphone, has yes. died, has recently passed away. <laughs> How do I say goodbye? It was a valued member of the team. Will we have? We shall always remember the sacrifices it made. To make these podcasts possible. I don't know the Audio quality among them. So I'm <laughs> gonna stop now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I'm on Christian's backup mic. Um the Samson. Um so I sound more clear now from now on. But um Boy needs some money. <laughs> we need to uh we need to invest in audio equipment. Because I saw this mic that Razor has. Oh, my God. All I have to do is press the top of the mic, and it goes on mute. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think I've seen the one that you're talking about. I was looking at that one, but I, I definitely, at least from my, my side of things, I want to go um, in the, what's it called? Oh, my God. In the XLR side of things. Okay. Like moving off of a USB mic, finally. Okay. I mean, that's for me, though. And that's real because we do need like a setup of equipment of other stuff to actually have that. But Jesus, you might as well start paying us for these for these episodes, folks. That's all I'm saying. Right, right. Coming soon to Stitcher Premium. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, the rigmarole for our show. There is a new artist talk up right now on Spotify and SoundCloud. This one features Cynthia Flores. We talked about her um, being a professional tattoo artist and a student artist. Um, some some good juicy morsels on the episode because you get, get the you the audience get to learn more about her and her skill set as an artist. Um, and also a little about me being a self-deprecating goofball. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I I just leave it at that. I'm just a self-deprecating goofball, but it's all so good. Yes, if you want to find out more, definitely listen to the Artist Talks. Um, the season finale of season three of Artist Talk will be next week. The world is coming the 30th of September. That one we have Kaylee Victoria, um, mother artist. And I think we've mentioned before, her art is specifically geared towards sex and the topic of sex. So that was going to um, 
we are keeping as tame as we could because there is in the midst of us recording um she had constant power outages Ooh. On, on her block um, that's no bueno yeah the internet kept on dropping her off and her son is autistic so that combination of his necessities like the internet and tv and the um being cut off and him being afraid of the dark i'll just say this i tried to add she was a trooper kaylee is a trooper she kept on saying sorry throughout the episode and just let me i'll just say this i kept on editing out her saying sorry because she doesn't have to be sorry <laughs> she does not because i understand the forces of nature has yes. no has no bounds it's like you know what i'm gonna fuck with these people i'm gonna fuck with people today yeah, Mother Nature's been kind of doing that recently. I don't know why. Uh, oh, well, except I for mean, California fires. Those are just straight-up stupid assholes. Uh-huh. And now we got another fire, which is... Here's the thing. That is natural in the hills in California, near Los Angeles, that being a fire. Because that yeah. always happens. These stupid fucks. We don't know... We don't want to give a fuck about the gender of your kid, all right? Let that be a fucking surprise. Let that be a monopoly surprise. Hey, look, you got a girl. Hey, look, you got a boy. Hey, look, it's non-binary. Hey, look, you got twins. And if, yeah. you, and if you are on the side of things, you got twins, knowing full well there is no history of twins in your family, get a paternity test. But I heard what I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, once again... You I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> true. Um, so, this episode will be on this Monday, and then this coming Wednesday, we have Kaylee, um, but definitely go out there and check um listen to um listen to cynthia's um uh, episode and actually i can confirm this right now the top five episodes of artist talks um i'm blown away that oh damn soundcloud in terms of soundcloud we will never know what in the fuck <laughs> spotify is <laughs> so yeah the top five episodes we have of artist talk we have rocio um my don um jackie um uh, my good friend jackie um dima algebra brianna Croria, and allison garcia who episode was the first episode of season three her episode is that comes in at number five at the most at, currently she has 10 right now is updated to now 10 um downloads off of her episode oh damn um rocio and jackie are both tied well, today they're tied, I think, if I remember correctly, 18. So. Damn. So, hey, it's going to be a hot new thing. If, if Artist Talk makes the GCR money, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Gonna, I'm going to say thank you to all the artists. Are they going to get money? No. It's the fact that they get recognition. It's the reward. We, well, I get money. <laughs> I was about to say we. I was like, wait a minute. This is my shit. All right, GCR. <laughs> I can say us. Artist talk is a me. Now I'm not like that. I, I make. Sure, I'm, I'm the type of person. If I'm making money, I'm make sure everybody has enough to eat. <laughs> <laughs> That's the type of like. I see people like, oh, I'm gonna do this, this. Now if I win the lotto, that's ba- different. All bets are off. I'm the one who who risked it. Risk it for the biscuit. I'm the one who did the scratching. For the, I, I, I like to do scratches. I don't play. I don't like to play numbers. I like to do scratches. 
Yeah, numbers. Yeah, because I, I don't ever play numbers. Statistically, you you tend to win more with scratches than you do by playing the numbers. Oh yeah, you'll get more on return with a scratcher than you ever will with the numbers. Yeah, like I I put twenty dollars for a scratch and I got a hundred dollars back. The only way I would ever like actually invest in numbers at this point is if somebody was tied to a chair asking me what they meant. That's the only point like I'd give any sort of investment. <laughs> Um, I remember one year. This is before you started working at the um, at the center. Okay. Uh, um, me, um, and a couple of other friends. I don't want to. I, I know they don't want to use their names, but I'll say a couple of other coworkers and friends. Uh, we all played the lotto. Okay. I legit said, and this was the the year that it was like close to a billion dollars. Oh, that year. I said I will legit because I know my what my cut will be. Yeah, I said I can legit, and our boss, she was equally scared because if we would have got that money, and I can, yeah. I'll, I'll say this: Miss Galindo even played. Huh. If we would have won, we all would have walked out. That was oh, the plan. Yeah. That was the legit plan. We was all gonna walk. We was gonna quit right then and there. Right like, then, and there. like well, actually, no. I said I'd rather wait till I actually have the money in hand or in my bank yeah. account. Yeah, that's smart. <laughs> then I walked the fuck out. <laughs> but um, we were two numbers off. Damn. And the, you know the return five dollars. I was like, Damn. five dollars from a billion dollars. Five dollars. <laughs> Keep it. She's like, what? Well, I don't. I do not want my seventy-five cent. <laughs> Which would have been your cut? Because <laughs> uh, like seven of seven of us all divvied it up for it. Yeah. I was like, I don't want seventy five cent. Keep that shit. <laughs> Dis- was- distribute it amongst the other six. And I'm like, man, some old bullshit. Damn. <laughs> that was the last time I played numbers. Now I play the scratcher. I win more with the scratcher. I uh, this one time though, I I was pissed off so much. I called off. This is when I was currently at Dominguez. I was okay. one, one number off for five million dollars. Damn, dude. On a scratcher, I was like, I was so heated and fuming. I legit was tearing up. I have not cried since the age of seventeen. Okay, I have not. And you cried at that scratcher. I was no, I teared up. Crying and tearing up is two totally different things. There's two totally different scriptures. I teared up with in this anger, right? Anger teared up. I was yeah. like, I could have had five million dollars right now. I <laughs> and here's the thing: I won't know what the fuck. To, that was two. That was two and a half years ago. I was. I know instinctively. I would still have that money left because one. I'm not gonna blow it. I know the I know the history of lot of winners and their in their history of keeping money together. Two, I'm like, I know I will still have more now, and I'm like, in it's three, I would have bought the Xbox and um, PS5 right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> that is the major difference. If I still had those millions, but um, yeah, yeah, I probably I'll be like, yo, you want a PS5, Christian, <laughs> or you want to? I mean, like, you know what. I'd be like, you know what? Uh, you know, dealer's choice. Thank you. <laughs> be like, we're going to review the console. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, guys, we're coming at you with a console review now. <laughs> They'll be like, how the fuck did I get that? You'll never know, bitches. You'll never don't, know. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> like, uh, my brother, he actually um, pre-ordered the Series X. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to actually be able to go to GameStop hopefully tomorrow to do that. 
But he, he ended up getting the larger model then. Yep. And you know the first words that came out of my mouth? What? Rent. <laughs> I went Spider ah. I was Spider Man two on him. Rent? <laughs> what do you mean? It was like you have enough for the Xbox Series X. It must mean you got your part of the rent ready, don't you? <laughs> I don't, and I'm, what did he say? He was like, you know I got money. Alright, just making sure just keeping it just making sure, motherfucker. It's like, you know I got money. It's like, yeah, I do. Because you just <laughs> pre-ordered an Xbox. <laughs> I know. So I'm like, right, I don't. I really don't have a problem with people buying next-gen consoles. It's just that we live in, we're in a fucking pandemic. And then, <laughs> so like, I'm, I, th- I think this pandemic has shown me we, we need to be more fru- frugal. Frugal. Yeah, I think fru- frugal would be the right word. And on top of that, um, human in- basic human interactions are now, like you could definitely tell people miss like being around one another. Yeah, dude. Like this, this entire thing has made me more agoraphobic than I've ever been in my life. Me, not so much. <laughs> but like, I can definitely tell. Like, I'm now hitting that stride where, like, all right, I need to get out, or I'm going to kill somebody in this house. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, uh, like little things. Like I'm, I already know. Learning from a doctor, like being in constant pain, I'm gonna be always irritable. Like, okay, but now it's heightened. Like uber fucking heightened. My brother, who, who is autistic, I I get that. I I really do. If anyone who's autistic or anyone who has mental disabilities, being in the middle of a pandemic and forcing you to stay home, it, it will get to you. Mm-hmm. But. When he this fucker ate an entire bag of tater tots to himself, he knocked it out within a week. Normally, you can stretch a bag of tater tots. Now I know people are like tater tots. You you don't get the what I'm saying. It's a big ass bag of tater tots at that. Mm-hmm. And within a week. I barely had any. You know what I'm actually you wanna know what I cooked yesterday for lunch? What? You're gonna be pissed. Cause you already finished eating and it's gonna make you more hungry. God damn it, what? <laughs> Pastrami grilled cheese. Ah <sighs> with a side of cheddar bacon tater tots. Oh, why would you do this to me, man? Now, I used a very, like, you don't, because I already know, because the pastrami and the cheese, and then the plus the butter, that's a lot right there in, in itself. So I, right. I had a small bowl, I made a small thing of tater tots with a small thing of bacon and cheese, and that's it. Mm-hmm. This fucker, whole pan of tater tots, I'm like, that's my money. You literally eating away my fucking money. <laughs> It's like you're, you're just watching. It's not tater tots at that point. You're just watching coins like being stuck. Yeah. In it. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm coming like, like when, when that, when we said, I think the last episode, I really, uh-huh. I'm, I really am cool on the PS5 and the Xbox as of right now. Cause yeah, yeah. I, I have no money. If, if I did, you know, we said on the radio show they did not fucking record. Right. Right. Oh God. Cause I, 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 I'll, I'll repeat it here. Um, if I did was sitting on like I, I don't I really don't know my uh my friends who are in this podcasting realm. Um I don't know how much they're sitting on, but to see them going like, oh, got the PS5 pre ordered, up, oh, got the Xbox monolith pre ordered. 
I'm like, damn, motherfucker. Like, and then one, all right, he's married. He has a kid. Mm-hmm. I think he is secretly fucking rich. I shit you, you know. Not. I shit you yeah. not. I I you I didn't used to think people did that, and then I started meeting a few people who like hide that shit, and I'm not surprised. Like he has, I shit you not, wall to wall tabletop games. He will put you and your D and D group to shame. No, he will like basically make apostles of us. That's not how that works. He <laughs> was like he he even has the newer editions of D and D. You mean five? Yes, nice. and he and he has a couple more pre-ordered. Oh, nice! What did he? Oh, he probably pre-ordered the newer ones. Yeah, I'm literally gonna. I was literally thinking about buying the newest one today. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get it. And he made sure his wife was on the lookout for the pre-orders for the Xbox um, Monolith, well, Series X, and she pre-ordered it for him. That you know what? That is a that is a partnership right there. I'm like, is she a gamer? He's like, no. I'm like, That's just a straight up good partnership right there. I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Now my other friend, his wife is a gamer, so he pre- obviously pre-ordered the PS5, but he knows him and his kids and his wife is all going to play it. So I was like, alright. I know, and he's being frugal with it. He's like, he's not going to get an Xbox until he's completely like everything is settled. Yeah. Like financial wise. Yeah. The other, the other friend, I'm like, you have to be secretly rich. I mean, come on. You just dropped down a hundred, uh, $200 on five games. Jesus. Triple A title at that. This ain't indie titles where you can like get like a hundred, a hundred, hundred plus games for $200. This ain't yeah. Steam. You know what? Steam, man, they be sneaking up on you with these deals. Dude, for real. Steam is one of those things where it's just like, oh, okay, there's a Steam sale going on. I, I, I'm basically gonna spend all my disposable income here and i'm like like jesus fucking christ man like i just spent 14 dollars on you guys i i know you're not getting me on this one no no <laughs> i'm waiting for amazon prime day so i can buy a bunch of uh, junk food that i've been sitting on <laughs> there you go <laughs> like it's pro- sitting in the cart just waiting you got them right like they have these croissants that has the chocolate in them Ooh. I'm like, the only thing I'm mad is that 7-Eleven exclusively sells Dunkaroos. Oh, they're the only exclusive ones that sell it? Oh, yeah. damn. Like, Dude, I, I haven't seen that in forever. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I've been living off Dunkaroos in the late 80s throughout the 90s. And now I'm like, you're not going to go to 7-Eleven. <laughs> I don't want to go to 7-Eleven. Too many dads. Why not? Too many guys. You there's a meme going around. Oh, and if y'all didn't notice, we're, we're it's a chill cast. We're, we're just talking with everything that pops in our head. We, yeah, this is a this is a very freeform one. Um, we do have topics. We'll get to it eventually because this one just really pissed me off. Like I like I get the male tox to, uh, tox um, male toxicity, right? The toxic masculinity. There we go. I'm, I'm just I'm just. Tasmanian devil speaking today, but um, we'll get to that one because I'm like, I get it, I re- I really do, and I do speak up on it, but 
on the Sky program, before we go back to why I hate going to 7-Eleven now, Brian Lee O'Malley has said, and it's on record, that him and his wife wrote Scott Pilgrim. So, yeah. you were going to come after... It's like, they're, I, I see, like we, we have said, personal experiences always drives the point of a narrative. Even if it's not a one hundred percent you, right? So you're, eh, we'll get to that. I, I'm too tired to argue. <laughs> but what I like I said, what I hate about going to Seven Eleven, okay, it's always a motherfucker buying lotto tickets. <laughs> and you know it's they this is a person who frequently buy a lot of tickets when they have this fucking envelope that literally has California lottery embroidered on this fucking envelope. So you know they must have bought that shit on their website. Yeah. So they have their own little little their little, little fucking folder so when they get I'm like So what, you have a secret shame folder that you you you, you, you I'm stuttering. Cause you motherfuckers are pissing me off. <laughs> And they'd be like, and that's you? why you don't go to Seven Eleven anymore. And they'd be like, well, you buy scratchers. I walk up, I ask for this. I know the specific scratcher I want. I get it, and I get the fuck out. I'm not causing a line of people. I'm not I'm like, I'm, well, let me try those ones. Let me see that. The only time I ever did that is when they had the Monopoly ones. Mm. <laughs> now that I got big money. One scratcher gave me a hundred dollars. One gave me twenty. One gave me five bucks. I had a hundred and twenty-five dollars. Nice. Ha, 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 ha. All in the same visit. All in the same visit. I came nice. back. I sat in the car. Scratch, scratch, scratch. Came back in. Give me my money. <laughs> That's not bad at all. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" And where did I spend it on? Booty video games, yo. <laughs> actually, no. I actually remember that. It was it was on my birthday. Um, about oh, so you had luck on your side that day. Yeah, on that day, I got my haircut, got me some wing stop, and then uh, I did buy a video game. I don't remember what video, fucking video game it was. I was twenty. I actually I was I turned thirty. That was the year I turned thirty. Mm, okay, five, five years ago. So anything that could have come out in twenty fifteen. Yep, and I don't fucking remember. But point is, it was probably fun. It was a good day. It was a good day. Um, nice. And then, because my that year my birthday fell on the weekday, and it was the rare time it's cold. Um, didn't let me come in that day, so I had the whole day to myself. Nice. So yeah, you were really kind of like given free reign that day. That's pretty cool. And then that weekend, me, Freddie, Jimmy, and Lincoln, we got fucked up. I mean, fucked <laughs> up. The um, like. Like, oh god, I'm about to die. God, fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good night. Oh man, and you know else? What I hate right now? What? I got gray hair on my fucking eyelashes. Damn, dude, that's a new one. No, ever since I've been wearing fucking glasses, it may look like I got lint on my glasses. Your eyes are tired, man. And then, they're tired of all this bullshit they gotta read. And then. It looks like, like I said, it looks like I have lint on my fucking glasses, but it's just, and I look on, I look in the mirror, it's the fucking eyelashes are turning gray. 
I'm like, why the fuck? I'm like, I'm legit willing to risk it to get someone to be like, yo, pluck these eye um, eyelashes. Dude, just get you some some tweezers and stand in front of the mirror. You good? Nah. You got it. Nah. <laughs> Nah. 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 <laughs> like, I don't want to know when they're getting taken out. Um, Let's get us just some news topics. We're, you know how long we've been recording right now? Uh, I'm going to guess maybe 30 minutes? Nah, 25. We just hit the 25-minute mark. All right, so I'm five ahead. Yep. Like, damn. Now, to let you know, 2020 is no joke. Now, this one... I res- uh, this is respect on Marvel because if we can't watch it, the world can't watch it. So this is not the tenant situation where is select theaters here in California and New York and then globally can be watched anywhere. Because I let you know, stupid motherfuckers don't know when to keep your mask on, stay in the fucking house. Yep. Case in point, over 250,000 people are dead because of COVID. And the California fire. Yep. And the fuckers who killed Breonna Taylor not being yep. indicted. Yep. And they asked, why are so many people protesting? You care it's because more. You're basic, you, uh, well, sorry. I was, no, go ahead. No, I was going to say basically you just like, you you basically made it a, a, unwritten, a unwritten decision that drywall had more importance than her fucking life. I was going to say the exact same thing. It's ridiculous, man. And it's like, and the and the the fucked up part is a lot of the things that like happened when you when you look at like what happened to the situation of it are technically fucking legal. It's like a really fucked up thing because they're the the whole case is resting on the fact that her boyfriend shot first. Mm-hmm. Knowing that, but it's like, and there's a proven video, um, not video, um, recording of him damn near screaming, hollering, and crying that his girlfriend was killed because someone busted in, which would be the cops. Yep, and how they uh, how they originally had a uh, what is it a no knock warrant, and then just before the raid, it got demo it got changed to a um, to a knock and search warrant, and they still didn't act on it. They still acted as if it was a uh, no knock. And then this courageous um, African American woman um, has put her life at risk. Literally, her life is at risk for letting the world know. How shitty our country is where these men and women, Mexican men and women, are still detained. And now all women in this detention center are getting hysterectomy. I will say this, and I've been saying it again. United States of America ain't shit. The United States is one of the most fucked up places that you can think of. Not because of, like, situation. Obviously, we're we're not, like, war-torn or anything like that, but politically and structurally in the foundations of like our fucking society we are fucked up as hell so we are like they don't give it's a- it's yeah. it's insane man it's legitimately they insane they don't give about anybody who's not white yep and it's systemic as fuck and you have all these racist white motherfuckers out here and there's videos and there's people on the fucking internet yep. uh, my friend is he, he finally deleted his Facebook. He's banned for 30 days because he fought for his mm-hmm. account. And he all he was, it was a simple text going against somebody. And some literally, a person 
didn't like the fact that he was speaking up for his own people. And he's of, he's of Salvadorian descent. He's speaking up for his people. Mm-hmm. And his account gets bad for 30 days. In what way was he speaking? He's He don't use no curse words. He don't bully anyone. He just saying how wrong people are being detained. And that's it. And that's what his account got banned for. And they said, um, and they he literally was like, your guy, Facebook guidelines are bullshit. I'm, he's doing hate speech. Hate speech. Wow. All he's, and he also said was, it shows that white people are more prone to being violent if someone is speaking out on racial issues. Yeah. Hate speech? When it's a proven fucking fact and his account being banned for 30 days is a proven fucking fact. That's ridiculous, man. It's silencing, man. You know, in a huge way, it's silencing. And they're gonna be like, and someone's gonna be like, "Well, Disney, you have a white friend, multiple." But if you go on their Instagrams or you go on their Twitters or on their Facebooks, they're the loudest supporters for the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. So, and they'll tell you right off the bat, "Fuck you, racist ass honkies." <laughs> so, if it ain't gonna be me, it'll more likely be them. Yeah. So if you go on my on any of my social medias and you ask why am I speaking up? Because you bitch ass motherfuckers like to try to take me down. So I just let everybody else do it. You can call me the general of uh, no fucks. Because I know people who give no fucks. <laughs> general no fucks. Mm-hmm. General no fucks. But on to Marvel. Now, this was. It was going. I think this was going to happen sooner or later because Kevin. Feige has been quiet. The Feige has been quiet. Yes, we got Tatiana Maslany as She-Hulk. We got the Bad Boys directors doing Miss Marvel. I mean, god damn it, that phrasing. Directing Miss Marvel. <laughs> Jesus. I didn't even catch that one, I'll be honest. I caught it right off the bat. Directing Miss Marvel. Jesus fucking Christ, Desmond. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. Um, hell, um, Hellstorm. What was it? Hellsing? Hellstrom? Hell, ah, it's some fucking team. A part of Marvel I don't really know. Okay. Um, I want to think it's Hell. Hell's, uh, Hell's in the title. <laughs> it's Marvel's first foray into horror. Um, oh, yeah. Crap. Um, maybe. Yep, Hellstrom. There it is. Okay. Um,. Yeah, it's gonna be a TV series coming to um Hulu. Um, is it connected to the MCU? I don't know. Um, but I was never into that comic book series anyway. Obviously. Um. So. It seems interesting. I mean, I I I like horror stuff, so I'd want to see how how they, you know, what their take is on that kind of subject matter, but. I, it, there's still so little information I can't form a, a definitive opinion yet. Yep, but um, like my um, like my connection to that character is um, Marvel superheroes, uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. Oh, okay. And probably is because of the game. He was like like jokey, jokey, more jovial, jovial type of person. When you see the trailer, he looks serious, morose, like like the all the archetypes of um, a gothic person. Being tormented by the demons of his family. Okay. 
Which I'm not knocking. It's just okay. I can't see my face. I'm just like I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. But what I do care, um, Black Widow, Eternals, and Shang Chi have all been pushed to 2021. Um, Black Widow will now be released May 7th, 2021. The Eternals, which was supposed to be out this year, um, then got pushed to February. Now it's being pushed to November 5th, 2021. Oh, no, no. The Eternals, not Shang-Chi. But Shang-Chi was supposed to be out earlier in 2021. Will be now coming out July 9th, 2021. And the Eternals will be out November 5th, 2021. Okay, so they pushed a lot of dates then, yeah. Now, apparently these do not affect any MCU film that will be out 2022 and beyond. Really? Yeah. So... It's just this minor hiccup is um is that's why they're pushing this. I guess I'm gonna assume Shang Chi would have been the only MCU movie in 2021 if Eternals of Black Widow still came out this year. Shang Chi oh. would be the only one that came out last next year. So uh-huh. with that, you have three movies coming out. Plus, on the Disney Plus side of things, um, Falcon Winter Soldier was supposed to be out this past August. Obviously, because of the pandemic, they pushed it to 2021. But one, but one division, which had a trailer come out Monday, will be out this year. Um, that is the one division is the more interesting one out of all these because the other ones is is expected to be pushed. Yeah, one division is because I feel that's um, interesting because she's connected to Doctor Strange, which will be out in twenty twenty two. But a lot of people are saying Marvel's not going to release one division so close to the release of the Mandalorian. Okay, my hypothesis. What if WandaVision comes out maybe three weeks after the release of The Mandalorian? So, like, sometime in the middle of November. I could see that, especially depending on depending on the proximity to... Yeah, you know what? I could see that. Because... They're, means- they're, like, timing the release so that way they give enough attention to Mandalorian as they see fit. Mm-hmm. And then also still have enough time to say, Hey, now that you've already enjoyed Mandalorian for a couple of weeks and, you know, we've given you time for that, here's also WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Because I think Mandalorian is, what, eight episodes this this time? Uh, okay. So, you can definitely... And it's going to be weekly. It's not... They, you can binge them after every episode's up. But I, I know it's going to be... I know, I know I'm know. i noticing also streaming services are now doing a weekly releasing. Yeah. Amazon... Disney Plus did it first. Now Amazon is doing it. Um, well, actually, I would say Netflix did it first. They've been doing that shit for years, just... Wait for real? No, weekly? No. Yeah. No, I. Yeah, dude. dude Remember when Chelsea had a show on Netflix? That shit was coming out weekly. That was live. No, it wasn't live. That was on Netflix, dude. I here's. I remember thing. because I remember watching the first episodes as they came out on Netflix, and they were weekly episodes. The also, what's its name? Um, Hassan Minaj had a weekly show, and that that just got canceled. Here's the thing: I don't watch those shows. Yeah, those, those, I'm just saying. Those I'm just are, saying they exist. Those are scripted for an audience. I'm saying in terms of scripted television, like Doom Patrol, like um, The Umbrella Academy, stuff like that, on Netflix. If Netflix applied the weekly model to like Chelsea Handler and Hassan's show to those to those shows, then we then I could say, oh, Netflix would be like Amazon and um, Amazon, well, also Hulu also at, um, to some extent does a weekly thing. Like if you watch Brooklyn Nine Nine, I love Brooklyn Nine Nine. I have to wait until midnight 
to watch the episode. So technically, I'm watching it four hours after it aired. Yeah. But that's still a weekly type of thing. Okay, well then, by that logic, you could also say that Crunchyroll and Funimation have been doing it just as long, too, then. Yeah. Because all, all of their stuff has been weekly releases as Japan releases their episodes. But we're... T- now, here's the thing. That, I, I like the category... Now we're going to categorize, categorize it. You got the Netflix, you got the Crunchyroll. Two specific audiences for that. Now, we have the Mandalorian and... We're going to stay to Mandalorian and WandaVision. So, motorcycle has passed. So. Thank you. Um, with the Mandalorian coming out on the 30th, we could the episodes will probably be done by what? Thanksgiving? If it's 8 of, Yeah, that would make sense. So, WandaVision will more likely be December 1st into the new year. Yeah. That's my hypothesis. Because we know Falcons and Winter Soldier is back filming. Because uh, two photos from the set of Winter, uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon. Uh, one, Anthony Mackie enjoying a stogie in costume. And a selfie between Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan in costume. Yep. So we know they're back in it and they're filming in Atlanta. Okay. Um, so they're not going to be going overseas. So, they're filming locally. Yep. Um, Domestically, I should say, technically. But then also, I'm hearing like I'm hearing rumbles. Um, actually, Taika Waititi, um, his his Star Wars movie is going to be using the same equipment. Um, he, uh, um, this is Marvel, still Marvel. Okay. He's using the same equipment for Thor: Love and Thunder that they use on the Mandalorian. Oh. Kevin Feige. Interesting. Kevin Feige approved it. Apparently, also John Favreau. Approached Kevin Feige on the on the on the tech that they used, and um, they did say they did use Unreal Engine four for the first season of Mandalorian. Yeah, I'm hearing rumblings that they're using Unreal Engine five. Damn, and like just based off of the way that it already looks, like that's crazy. So it looks like in Thor, they said they're already in production on Thor: Love and Thunder. So because they said uh, Natalie Portman has touch landed in um, Australia. So they're they're in the thick of it now. So Thor: Love and Thunder would be the next MCU movie, and also other Disney Plus shows more likely will be using the same tech. That's what that's the remedies I'm also hearing. But the Taika Waititi one is confirmed. But the the other TV shows, it it looks like um, John Favreau, he, he he's bringing new shit to the MCU. Even though, well, technically, you know, he's a producer on majority of the MCU films. He's a producer. So they tend, like, all the um, directors and writers tend to go back to him since he started off. So you could say okay. he's the unofficial co-president of uh, Marvel Studios. I mean, it honestly does not surprise me. Like, Kevin Feige is like, yeah, I trust John Favreau. Let's do this. I'm like, And at this point, I kind of do, too. I'm just like, oh, John Favreau's in it? All right, it's going to be good. I'm like, okay, all right, I see you, Favreau. I'm not watching Mandalorian, but I see you. I see you. I'm still on the fuck you Star Wars train. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I I think um, Marvel Marvel's know what they're doing Uh, and I I, I can't wait to see what's what's gonna happen Um, hopefully they'll be able to film well we already know Love of Thunder's filming soon and we already know Winter Soldier's filming but I uh, I really want to see Black Widow and it's and technically it's a prequel movie it's a prequel to this is what people keep getting wrong no it has nothing to fuck to do with the Winter Soldier or Falcon it takes place after Civil War, before if um, before Civil War. I mean, not Civil War. God damn it. Endgame. Not Endgame. Um, Infinity War. 
Yes. Hence why her hair looks the way it does. Mm-hmm. Wait, no. Actually, no. She's still a redhead. God damn it. Timeline-wise, yeah, it- t- time uh, I know people are saying, my sources, after Civil War, before Infinity before War. Infinity War. So apparently Yelena is the reason why she went blonde in the first place. Mm. Which is actually Scarlett Johansson's hair. It was the first time in the MCU history she did not need to wear dye or... Um, actually, no, she's actually a natural redhead. But the first time... Well, I was going to say, I'm like, what? The first time she actually does not have to wear a wig. Oh, okay, cool. But yeah, she is a natural, natural redhead. I hate when redheads do that. Why go blonde? Like, seriously, you're not a natural blonde. Why? Why? Because when Marvel says, "Hey, we're gonna pay you a shit ton of money to go blonde no, for no, this no. movie," now, 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 that's fine. I'm just nitpicking on, on, on <laughs> men and women and people all in between in general. Why? Yeah, I, I didn't even like it when I dyed my hair blonde just to dye it blue. I just, I just don't feel like everybody fit, it fits everybody. Yeah, like honestly, as much as I've been wanting to, like to dye my hair, and but it involves bleaching everything blonde like that. I'm just like, you know. I think I'd rather, like, at least me personally, just let my hair not not have, like, that bleach burn on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you have to do it multiple times just to get it to a specific part of blonde. Yeah. Uh-uh. Like, my favorite suicide girl dyed her hair blonde. Oh, really? Yeah. Is I she mean, still your favorite suicide girl? Oh, hell yeah. She's still fucking gorgeous. Oh, my God. Wait, come on. If she, <laughs> if she came to me, I'm like, fuck your hair. It's hair. I don't care. True. It's, it's just a personal preference. I, I, if you're a blonde, I'm sorry. I just don't like blondes. I don't. I I lived in the age where there was dumb, dumb blue-eyed blondes and just let that stuff get. Hitler has said, the master race is blonde, blue-eyed people. That is that is a hell of a turn right there. <laughs> I was thinking about I was thinking about the X Men, and when I was thinking about the X Men because it's still on Marvel, someone said they would like to see Magneto be portrayed by a black person and i said no this is the one i normally go like because aldous hodge has recently been cast as hawkeye i'm all for it because technically yeah. hawkeye i mean not hawkeye Hawkman. his his origin is super convoluted he's either egyptian or he's a white guy that's part of um the Hawkman um line or this is carter hall who has been killed so many times just to be Re um, incarnated, yeah. Like Hawkman constantly reincarnates and shit, right? Or he's from Thanagar and he's an alien. There's so many fucking interpretations of Hawkman, and you got people out here bitching about a black man, which is someone who I wanted as um black as uh, Black Panther, but Aldous Hodge is now playing Hawkman, which I'm let's go. Like I said, I'm for it. Um, but there's some people saying let's make Magneto black, and I say no. <laughs> It's the one I'm like, he's the one character I feel who is so tied with Nazism, though. Yeah, it's like, okay, that's, it's like Magneto's character is supposed to be German. Yes. And he's supposed to be, like, not Nazi sympathetic, but very involved in it. That just straight up wouldn't make sense. Like, not even, not even on a whole, like, oh, appropriating level or anything, because it's not. It's just like, it's kind of like if you told me that you were going to set a movie... Or a character that is from feudal, like, you know, 1200s Japan. And be like, oh, let's get an Australian dude to play that. Well, they kind of did that already. Tom Cruise in The Last Samurai. Yeah, but then there's people talking about Tom Cruise in The Last Samurai whitewashing. Yeah. And that's still different because that's supposed to be an Anglo-Saxon character. 
that goes to Japan. I'm talking about portraying a character that is established as Japanese with an Australian guy. Or how about Jared Leto joining the Yakuza? There you go. There's that one. You could also th- you could also say uh, in that same respect, Keanu Reeves joining the Ronin, or well, not joining the Ronin. You don't join a, a Ronin, but you get what I mean. That one that gets a slide because here's the thing. That was a badass movie, though. Yes. <laughs> Two. He was stranded there, imprisoned there, and they asked him. It was and it was an all Japanese cast, and he was the only white dude. They asked him there because he was imprisoned and he used to work for the warlord. Right. So he gets the exception, and then somebody goes like, "What about the black the the black samurai? He was a slave that was sold. The person who had him." felt bad and taught him the ways of the samurai and, and so, on top of that that's real that's like an actual thing that happened that's not just a story yeah it goes to shushima uh, sucker punch give us that <laughs> give us your harpalized video game version of that right for oh, real imagine and uh, i would say get an act an african-american actor who knows how to speak japanese oh hell yeah dude they be like, oh, that ain't no, that ain't a nigga. That's and then they look at it behind the scenes. Oh, what? <laughs> One of those hood niggas playing this video games. They be like, hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, bruh, that game had me in my feels, man. I don't want to be, I don't be no bitch though. That, that Shushima had me in my feels, man. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but uh, but like we were saying about Magneto, like yes, he's tied to that specific part of history, but changing the the race. You're you're literally ripping that part away, and that's why yeah. Magneto is. Oh, and you wouldn't talk about someone who's pro Black Lives Matter. Magneto, he legit killed a whole entire sect of the Ku Klux Klan because they lynched two black kids. So yep. I may I may don't like Magneto, but Magneto's my nigga. <laughs> 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 like he's he knows how it feels. So yeah. you don't want now Professor X. You can get away with Professor X being black. Like you, can, yeah. Just don't get Idris Elba. Idris Elba do not need to be in everything. Okay. Like there, are, there are other uh, British British uh, black actors that could more than fit the bill. David Oelio, he could play him. All right. He was. Martin oh Luther. yeah. He yes he, yes he was Martin Luther King. Oh, oh Yellow Wolf or something. I think I think is how you say it. Isn't it? I can't pronounce the motherfucker's name. <laughs> I still have a problem saying Chalawadi Echo for. I'm, I'm still waiting. I'm here. That's wrong too. <laughs> we'll never know, and I'll be afraid to ask him if I ever got to meet him in real life. I'd be like, "Oh my God, I'm so impressed with your work." <laughs> so, I, no, he's he's barren mortal. Fuck, he would be a good Professor X. Huh. He would. I, he would yeah, he would I can see that. He would legit be a good Professor X. Hmm. Now, if you want to Americanize him, um, get the I can't forget. Keep forgetting the actor's name. Um, he's, he's going to be prof- um, Professor. I'm not Professor X. Uh, Commissioner Gordon in the Batman. Oh yes. Jeffrey oh Wright. yeah, he could do it. Jeffrey Wright. Yeah, there we go. There you go. He. Yeah, he could do it. He will kill it. And speaking of the Batman, you see that transition? I see. I see that. Um, it was Robert. Pat- um, Robert Patterson was the only was the lone crew member on the set of the Batman who had COVID. Um, he contracted it at some point. Um, he doesn't even know. He just he got it. Um, 
he's safe. He's been cleared to work, but he, um, like everyone, when he comes in, he gets tested, and he leaves, he gets tested again. Damn. Um, they're going to be filming in Chicago later this year. So we're using, we're sticking to the trade Joe tradition that Chicago is a double for Gar- um, Gotham. I wanted the Batman, Ben Affleck's Batman, because that would have been Los Angeles would have been um, Gotham. But oh, it's all right. It's all good. I'm my butt hurt. I'm my butt hurt. Downtown LA was used for um, Dark Knight Rises, so that's all good. <laughs> I'm just that, Every time I go through that tunnel, man, I'm just like, Dark Knight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That dead air is real. I had to sip in the water. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's it for the Marvel. Well, no, that's not it for the Marvel side of things. God damn it. This is going to be quick for the both of us. Um, Nick Fury is getting his own TV show. Right. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of talking, so I'm going to let you speak on it. What do you want to see out of this Nick Fury series? Uh, honestly, like, I don't want to see... Okay, I'll tell you what I don't want to see. I don't want to see Nick Fury origin shit. Okay. Like, like we got enough of it in Miss Marvel, I, I think. Like, yes, it was cool that we got to see him, like, as a younger agent and all that kind of stuff. But I want to see more of, like, what Nick Fury does when, you know, when the rest of the Avengers aren't around. Like, how... Like, this is a very smart character. That's understating it. This is the character that plans for every fucking thing. Like, I, I want to see how this character... Like, I, I basically... Remember the scene in... um In... What is it? Not not Winter Soldier. In... Uh, what's it? What's, wait, was it Winter Soldier? The one, the one where he's, like, driving by himself in the car. Yeah, Winter Soldier. And he's Soldier. like... Yeah, okay, so it was Winter Soldier. I Like, that is just, like, an example, obviously, a really good example of him being able to get out of his own situations and, like, how he would handle shit like that. Mm-hmm. But I want to see how he handles, like, like you know, a not Avengers-level threat, but something that takes a lot of, like, resources and stuff. Like, all, all of his kind of, like, expertise that he can handle on his own, that's what I would want to see out of that. Either that, or if he's not going to be the main focus of the show, because I think when I was reading that article, it said something about that it's confirmed that he signed on to do a show, but not necessarily his own show. If he is a character in a different show, then I want to wipe that record completely clean from what I just said and go the opposite direction and say, if you're going to have him in your show and he's going to be prominent, don't show him doing too much. It's Nick Fury and it's about him. So then, yeah, I want to see I want to see more of what Nick Fury has to do within like the current state of the MCU. Would you want to see Kobe Smulders come back? I would love to see her come back. I've always loved seeing her as as Maria Hill, and those those moments that she have are that she has are great. And if they build on her character like in a in a more substantial way in in a show format like this, then I would definitely love to see her come back. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm with you on that. Um... I know some people want them to uh, to answer for the Spider-Man Far From Home thing where he's in space, him and Maria Hill's in space, while Talos yeah. and his wife are portraying Maria Hill and Nick Fury, respectively. Yeah, but uh, you don't have to explain that. You yeah. don't have to explain that. No. He went to space and he went on vacation. That was the explanation. Like, I <laughs> want to see the formation of S.W.O.R.D. Yes. I want to yes. see, I wanna see um, Talos. I want, ben Miller, I want to... I know Ben Mendelsohn's like I don't want to be an artist maker, but bring Ben Mendelsohn back as Talos. Like that could that show with Nick Fury, like Nick Fury show could be it could have the potential to be a really great like 
spy thriller kind of thing. Not not unlike Homeland. Like imagine a twenty four style kind of kind of like pacing, but with Nick Fury stuff. It doesn't have to be like a twenty four format, but like the pacing of like like there's people trying to to all achieve the same goal doing their own separate things and then it kind of comes through fruition through the episodes in that way well like i could i could really enjoy something like that so according to variety plot details are still being kept under wraps right um, the series will be written by kyle bradstreet hmm, okay so we more likely won't see the show around 2023 yeah we're not seeing that anytime soon but it will be cool hopefully Yep, and I know some people want to see um, Daisy Johnson from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. pop up on the show. Oh, that would be cool. I haven't watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I mean, it would make sense. The last time I saw Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was season one. The last time I saw Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was never. Um, R.I.P. Bill Paxton. Oh, yeah. His last episode was the season finale of the first season. and his Really? Uh, yeah. Hit, go watch it, uh, if just for that death scene. His death scene is fucking. Damn. You, you get him to do anything far out, and he'll do it. That's Bill Paxton. <clears throat> just watch Weird Science or um, Weird Science Predator Two or um, Aliens. Game over, yeah. man. Game over. Game over, man. <laughs> Like he like was no, he was he, he was originally the um oh fuck Sean Bean of the eighties and nineties oh yeah like everything he was in he died huh minus weird science though he didn't, he also didn't die in Twister right no he didn't like at some point it was like all right he's a leaning he's a leaning man he, he doesn't <laughs> yeah. have to die and then that <laughs> then Sean Bean took that reins. Yep. Has has he been in anything recently where he hasn't died? I'm trying to think. Yeah, he has a. T- I think he has a TV show. Okay. Well, I mean, they can't kill him off yet. It's no, his, <laughs> it's, it was his show. So, like, <laughs> like you really want to kill him? Well, and actually, no, I take that back. There was a show called Terra no- not Terra Nova. Um, oh, I remember Terra Nova. I, I like that show. Um, Primeval on the BBC. <laughs> yeah, um, I remember that one too. I didn't see it as much as uh, as uh, as Terra. Turnover, but yeah, I've seen some of it. Um, two lead characters getting killed off. I was like, "Oh, you can't kill off the main characters of the show." <laughs> it's was it one of those moments where they died, and you were just like so far removed from like, "Oh yeah, no, they're gonna come back, right?" No, I was like, like, you, like it didn't register or what? No, I was like, "Oh, you can kill off the main characters." That's why I was like, "Oh, you can't like." Oh, the BBC is no joke. Then dude, some there's some real good ass stuff from BBC. Oh yeah, um, Torchwood is always my my go to. Oh, Torchwood is so Torchwood. Torchwood was that like Torchwood was that offshoot thing that I remember seeing. Where I was just like, oh, this is like based off of like Doctor Who. I mean, it's got Jack in it. Why not? Let me find out. And then I realized how much more I appreciated it than Doctor Who sometimes. Yeah, because it's, it's a lot more adult. It's a lot more. Yeah, it's a lot more adult. It's a lot more mature for the audience. It's it's grittier in a way, and it's it's not overdone grittiness sometimes. Yeah, you know, because people hear like gritty or more mature, and it's like, oh, you know, that just means everything is dark, everything's sad. And it's like, yeah, I mean, they have those tones, 
but that's not the point of the show. It's just like the subject matter isn't afraid to go there sometimes. Yep, like people fucking, or in this case, Jack uh, John Berman getting him some with his boy Ianto. Right, right. That like freaking, like... freaking pillar of on-screen bisexuality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or um... thank you, John Berman. Goddamn love you. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I forgot her character name. Um, her cheating on her husband. Well, first it was her boyfriend, then it became her husband. Right, right. Oh god, her like the main the main female lead. Yep. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I just can't remember her name. Yeah. Oh, damn, I know because I'm pissed because she also voices a character in Dragon Age. Oh, does she? Yeah. Majority of the actors and actresses who've been part of Torchwood has been in Dragon Age games. <laughs> nice. The actor who plays Yanto is Solus in Dragon Age Inquisition. Oh shit. Um, if I remember correctly, that actress who we, our name escapes us. Um, if I remember correctly, she vo- um, voices Sarah. Um, okay, that's an also in- Inquisition, and the actress who's in Torture Season One, the Indian actress who was killed off, who ended up becoming the bad, a bad guy in Season One. She right. voices um, Vivienne, the bitch. Who she knows she's a, she knows she's a bitch, but she's a damn good one. I'm like that's how she re- that's how she de- she defined her character. She's a bitch. She knows it, but you know you need her. I'm like, I love Vivian. She's so good. <laughs> she's so. I know some people hate her, but I'm like, she's so good. Um, yeah. There, there's a couple of other actors and actresses from Torchwood and Doctor Who as well that has been in um, Origins and uh, Dragon Age Two. If I remember correctly, Steve Valentine. Everybody know who Steve Valentine is. Do you know who Steve Valentine is? Uh, the name escapes me at the moment. If you, I feel like I should know that. If you hear his voice and you know what he looks like, he's been in almost anything American and British. <laughs> oh, okay, so that narrows it down. Like, trust me, you just like Google search it right now, and you'll be like, I know. I'm looking it up. <laughs> Steve Valentine. Watch. While he's looking it up. Um. Oh, this dude. Yep. <laughs> oh, what the hell? No, I've totally seen this dude. Wait, what have I seen this guy in? Just go on his IMDb. You'll probably find. Yeah, him. I I recognize this guy, but why do I recognize this guy? He voices Alistair in the Dragon Age series. Oh. Yeah, he's in a lot of he's in a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. And he's oh a my magician. god, and he's a magician. Oh really? No shit. Yeah. Is that why he was in the walk? Apparently, no. <laughs> it's not a magician thing, but still, like it's kind of. Like... I'm shaking my head for Dragon Age Inquisition, Alistair. Uh, uh, he was in Big Bang Theory, Tesla Effect, many episodes. Well, not many, but episodes of CSI, Beauty and the Beast, the TV series, whatever that is. I don't uh, like. I feel like I know that. Oh, he was in Supernatural. He was in Anger Management. He was in Warehouse Thirteen. He was in Psych. My favorite shows. NCIS, Leverage. Oh my god, he's been in a lot of stuff. He was in Uncharted 3. Yep, he's um, the bad guy. Yep. Yup, I remember that now. Oh my god. I didn't realize that was him. Yep. He's in episodes of Monk, Chuck. Wow. This dude has been in a lot of stuff. He's been in House 2. He was in Spider-Man 3. This dude's been in a lot of shit. Okay, I'm going to stop reading the IMDb. And now for our final topic. Now, we have reported before that the Sir Arthur 
Conan Doyle estate was suing Netflix over the film's depiction of Sherlock Holmes in Enola Holmes, which is currently a big hit on Netflix. If that means anything, you can just watch a, a fraction of a second and Netflix like, oh, you watched that movie. No, the fuck I did not. You played the trailer. Yeah. Assholes. But I digress. <laughs> it's um in their top ten list of movies that are being played. Now, here's their beef. Why? With Netflix. They express emotions and actually um, their beef was the fact that Sherlock Holmes expressed emotion and actually respects women in this film. Going and Apparently that's going against Doyle's initial, character, initial characterization of the detective who was an aloof and misogynistic man. Hmm. Wow. Now, also in this article, it says, while perhaps the weirdest copyright claim ever, there is a reason why Enola Holmes gets a nice Sherlock Holmes who actually cares for someone other than himself. Um, the said, the absence of Sherlock's um, usual swagger and dominance can be chalked up to the fact that Enola Holmes is not, in fact, about him. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> it's like, duh, the name is only Enola Holmes. His surprising lack of misogyny is also because he sees himself in his younger sister. Mm. Okay, and that's an interesting way to put that. Furthermore, <laughs> oh, and um, spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> if it wasn't obvious already, spoiler alert. Well, it's in the trailers, so you can see how he respects his sister while Mycroft doesn't. Mm. So, it's in the trailers for that one, but this one is a spoiler. Um, beep. That was the spoiler beep right there. No, I am not doing no audio cues in here. I'm going to edit this quickly and go back to playing Kino's Little Amalore Rear Reckoning. <laughs> so, early on, it's revealed that both Sherlock and Mycroft never bothered to visit their mother or even wrote to Enola before Edora's, uh, when before Edora left. That's the point of the movie. Enola um, is looking for their mother. While Mycroft thinks of himself above their mother's wild and uncultured mannerisms, Sherlock embraced his mother's lessons to focus on his own life rather than worrying about others. Which will make sense. However, when Sherlock sees Enola after Endora's um, disappearance, he's surprised by how little she cares for societal expectations. Enola's attitude echoes his own when it comes to behaving in a certain way to fit in. Like his sister, Sherlock has experienced the feeling of being um, rejected by others because he doesn't adjust to their idea of normal. He admires Enola's resilience in the face of others telling her what to do, which is why he sheds his unusual nonchalant to have a relatively emotional nostalgic chat with Enola just before she is sent off to Miss Harrison's finishing school for young ladies. He's, also, he's once again moved by her appreciation of his talent and her direction, um, direct message that she would very much like him to be part of her life. His brother Mycroft never cared for his intelligence, never appreciated it, and mostly saw Sherlock's willfully independent ways too weird and eccentric. Hmm. Apparently, he has a positive effect on. She has a. Nola has a positive effect on Sherlock. Uh-huh. Um, which he, um, I guess he does throughout. That part I would not talk about to give you all carte blanche on this one. <laughs> so, beep. Spoiler's over. <laughs> you may now skip to this point in the, uh, 
in the podcast to listen to the end of it. <laughs> and that's our episode. We only, we only been over an hour and ten minutes. Damn. Well, not everyone has to be long. Yes, not everything has to be long, and that's fine. And also, I did not. I really didn't want to read that, um, read or talk about that Scott Pilgrim thing because, like, I get it, and I know people are like, you don't get. It. No, I get it. I do, and I speak spoke. We have done numerous episodes talking about male toxicity, going after written material, movies. Yes, we know movies, television, video games have not aged well. Right. This will but if you take a if you take a lens to anything that was written, let's say a year before now and back, you're always gonna find stuff, and that's not an excuse. But to go back and talk about like you know different properties where oh this doesn't seem right in my lens now, and it's like okay, well you do have certain valid points, but there are also valid points that this work of fiction was written in a very specific way to get a very specific story across it is not for everyone in the way that it's like oh well this doesn't represent what all relationships are it's like of course not it's it's fantasy but but i don't know it's just that's just my two cents on it without getting too far into it i'm still eating <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i'm gonna take the meat out of my mouth Raise <laughs> <laughs> Oh Don't make me knock that sausage out of your mouth to finish this episode. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> that is not okay, sir. That is not okay. <laughs> that is not okay to assume anything anybody want anything phallic in their mouth, sir. Oh, well, would, uh, oh, okay, phrasing. My bad. Meat. <laughs> Those are the <laughs> best. I'm, I'm interpreting the people who always find something in their pick. Right. <laughs> Anywho, thank you for listening to this episode. Um, I know y'all feel like we. Um, somebody did ask. We did listen to an episode about us doing thirty day, thirty one days of horror. I did not forget. Have I brought it up again? No. Why I brought it up? Because of you fucking people who are apparently listening. If you listen to this show, comment. Like fuck. <laughs> comment. Let us know you're there. We want to interact with you as an audience. Or kill. We, we we keep on saying our fucking Twitter names and shit. I will listen to. I, well, I'll eventually get to a, a direct message on Twitter, but if it's on Instagram, no, I'm deleting your shit. No, I, I, I no. Talk to me in my comments. Talk to me on Twitter. D- just don't direct message me on, on IG. I will delete your shit. <laughs> but seriously, like, like somebody brought it up. I was like, it's 31 days of horror, which means we have to not only record our normal episodes. Record Jesus um, Night Out, and then I'm doing Artist Talk. Right. And then that means one episode a day for 31 days straight. And which like, means. Like, that shit's gonna be hard, dude. <laughs> and then on top of that, they're not gonna be long episodes. If we do it, it's not gonna be long episodes. It's gonna be like 20, 30 minute max. Yeah, there's no way we can make those long episodes. On top of that, there are people out there who do episode who do podcasts that goes up to um, 15 minutes. So it's doable. That is true. It is doable. But I got executive order. We're not doing that. Okay. It's just too much. We'll do a special Halloween episode. Yeah. And it's not out of the question to do maybe like some Halloween movie reviews or something once we pass the TNNT ones. 
Um, yeah, we still got to do that. So it look like y'all gonna get Team T in October because they're gonna take because uh, Team T will um, actually I can confirm this. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles will take over for the artist artist talk slot of Wednesdays starting in October. Um, artist talk will be back. I would say November. November season four would be um, would be either November or December or hell January twenty twenty one. Scheduling, certain people can't do it. Certain people can. It was, it's a pandemic, people. Yeah. So definitively, right now, artist talk um, will be after um, September thirtieth will be on a small hiatus, but it will be back late this year, early twenty twenty one. TMT will take over Wednesdays, so you will get all the awesome content from us this whole entire this coming weeks. Um, Night Owl, you can go to KDHR, but for here. SoundCloud, Spotify, so we have the giant contraband, the giant, giant contraband robot. Artist Talk has a different logo than our normal episodes, so you can differentiate the two. Um, you can follow me at Desi is Dead on Instagram and Twitter. Follow Christian at the Damon Llama Rider. On also on Instagram and Twitter. And until the next episode, press on with pride, press on with purpose, and keep that meat out your mouth.